0: Hello and welcome back to the Weekly Kate, the show that keeps you in the know. Happy New Year. It's the first episode of the year. I know you were all thrilled to find out that I did not wake up on January 1st a completely new person. That did not happen. Um my husband and I spent New Year's in California, which might seem random, but we've been talking about going to this one specific area for a while. We went to Half Moon Bay. And it rained mostly the whole trip, except for one single day. But it was quite nice. We went to nice restaurants. We ate great food. We rested. We went on lots of walks. And on one day of the trip, actually on January 1st, like we started off the year pretty good. We drove um, a portion of the PCH, which is gorgeous. Like just gorgeous. It, and and I'm not a California hater like I think California has a lot of nice things I could also be convinced of things that need change in the state of California as I'm sure many of you could however it's stunning it's a beautiful place and it was such a nice day we were gonna go on a hike to see some redwoods because I guess like close by to where we stayed there's like a walking trail. What, what was described as a walking trail with Redwoods. Cause we didn't want to do this whole like big tour of them. We talked to like a, the concierge at our hotel and he was like, well, typically you like get in a car and you have a driver. And we were like, that's not like, no, no, no. <laughs> we're not spending hundreds of dollars to drive around the Redwoods. Like, no, no, no. We want to like go like see them. And he was like, okay. give us his map," And we're driving up to this, the start of this trail and the road is getting smaller and smaller as we go essentially up a mountain. And we're like, I start to panic because I'm not driving and I get anxious about stuff way before my husband does. And like the road gets smaller and then there's like hidden turns and winding roads. And then like the roads become cliffs. And then like there's just a lot of open air where there should, in fact, be land. Like it was just getting really like probably honestly unsafe after all the rain that there was. And there came a point where like there was a tree like halfway in the middle of the road. So my husband was like, we have to turn around. I'm like, how the fuck are we gonna turn around? Like this is a one, barely a one-lane road on the side of a cliff. Like, we can do do a K-turn just flip it around? Like, absolutely not. I was like, no, the road eventually ends at this trail. Like there's a parking lot. Like there is a place to turn around. So we have to like basically drive over this tree and it like scratches up our car, which like, God willing, the rental car company doesn't see it. It it was mostly dirt. It was for karma's sake. It was mostly dirt. And like, eventually my husband was like, I'm not comfortable. I don't like this. And My husband is a very, let's see. My husband's very good in situations that I would be in a full come apart about. He's jumped out of planes. He's gone paragliding. He's done a bunch of adventure things that I would never dream of doing. He's not afraid of heights as I am terrified of heights. I I wondered if he was going to get a little like white knuckly But I didn't know if he was going to, like, panic. But then he, like, he met my energy, which, like, I've been asking him for years to, like, when I'm upset, please meet my energy. And he never does. And he chose this instance to do so, which, like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) But, like, it it honestly was such an unsafe drive. And I'm, like, so fucking pissed at this concierge of our hotel for telling us to go. But we get to this park, essentially, and we park the car. And we start walking, and my husband sees all these signs for, like, beware, cougar, beware, mountain lion, like, rattlesnakes, la la la. And he's like, we're not doing this. And I was a little bummed. There was a redwood tree at the entrance to this park. So I took a picture of it. So, like, it counts. It totally counts. Did we go on this, like, lovely nature hike? No. Did we tell anyone we we're going up a mountain? or bring water food provisions and a satellite phone in case one of us broke our ankle. Also, no, well, those things probably wouldn't have happened. My husband made a good point and he was like, my nerves are shot and I don't need to worry about mountain lions. Totally valid. Disappointing, but valid. So we leave the parking lot and my husband's like, let's just go back how we came. Um, No. Were you not on that drive? No. So I look at a map and like, there's, basically like two roads that like meet at the point, And the point is the parking lot. I was like, let's take the other road. You guys, the other road was so much less. It was not a stressful drive whatsoever. Like had we driven on that road coming up, we probably would have walked a little farther. Like, oh, and maybe, maybe it saved us from doing something stupid on this hike that I would have considered a nature walk, but it was probably a hike so it's all fine and he was like my husband was like just my husband once his nerves are shot he doesn't do very well and <laughs> hello <laughs> pot meat kettle you know <laughs> like hello but he just like it really rattled him driving that and i understand so like i was just like just do whatever you want so then we get on the pch we head south we were in half moon bay it's like an hour south of san francisco ish and we were about 45 minutes from Santa Cruz. We drove to Santa Cruz, and he was like, "This is what I'm talking about." And we stop at this little beach, and the park ranger there because there's a park ranger at every beach, I guess, was like, "Yeah, this is your parking pass. Your parking pass is good for the whole day, no matter what park you land in." And we're like, "Okay, great." I took so many pictures of the ocean, my husband in the ocean, rocks in the ocean. Like, it's it's sea life in my phone, and. He like finally like relaxed, you know, cause he was still driving. Cause I'm not going to volunteer to drive a, because my volunteer, my volunteering is always shot down. And then B I'd rather be a passenger and we get to see Cruz, in a cruise and we had a nice lunch and like, it ended up being very fine. The best surprise was that we were on the boardwalk in Santa Cruz. And I start hearing what I thought were seals, they're sea lions, and I hear this like I'm I'm not gonna do the noise. You know you you know what they sound like. And I was like animals, animals are near. And as I've said, I'm not a dog lover, but like sea life, <laughs> like I absolutely lose my mind. I grew up on Free Willy. I'm a Free Willy kid. Like I I die for sea animals. So I saw a few sea lions like splashing in the water. A few were holding hands, sleeping, and I'm like this is so cute. And then I keep hearing like, then they're so loud. Their boardwalk is built with like holes in the middle, like not holes. They're like look downs, I guess. Like you, they're squares. You look down, you see all the sea lions. They were just laying on all of like the, I don't know what they're called. Like the docks. Um, like the structure of the dock, like they were laying on all the planks and things Oh my god, they were so cute. <laughs> I love them so much, and I got like such video of these sea lions, and some of them were huge, like so big, and they were all just hanging out while it was low tide on these planks, sleeping. Like it, it, it was oh. After that, like hellish experience going to that trail, like it was, it was so great. Like what a treat, you know. And then we stopped on the side of the road for iced coffee, which ended up being, like, delicious iced coffee, which was great. And then we went to this beach that was called Año Nuevo, which, like, I'm pretty sure means New Year. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it does. So, like, I just thought that was very, like, cool. We went to the New Year beach on New Year's Day and, like, made it a nice day. And then now, apparently, the state of California is in a state of emergency because of all the rain. So, like, we were fucking stupid. (laughs) research your, where you're going before you go there. I don't know what's wrong with us. I like, I didn't wake up January 1st. get like, invigorated with this like adventurous spirit. Cause like, that's not me, but I don't know what we were thinking, but yeah, it was a great trip. Lots of fun, lots really good food. There's this restaurant called pasta moon. I could eat there every day of my life. Oh my God. We ate there twice in which my husband's not like a chronic repeater. He hates doing that actually. Because he's like, let's go different places, experience different things. But like we went to Pasta Moon our first night and we went to this other restaurant the second night and like apparently it had a Michelin star. But then I guess the Michelin star got taken away. I don't know that, that you could do that. But this food was not Michelin star worthy. And we were kind of like bumped. was like, Can you go back to Pasta Moon? I'm we like, yes, let's go back to Pasta Moon. Oh, so good. Anyway. Good start to the new year. Great trip. Since we've gotten back, I am fully in denial that I have to go to work. <laughs> my first day is next Monday. It's virtual. So like I'm dipping my toe back into work. I only have details about my first day. I don't know my schedule after that at all, What I'm assuming is going to happen is that there, I'm going to like work my first day and my manager's going to be like, Oh yeah, you have all this other education to do online. So you're going to do that all week. It's so like, I hope I have like a little more time at home maybe you're like, is three months not enough? Actually. No, it's not. It was, let's see October 17th to January 9th. However many weeks that is, let's see two, four, it's like 11 weeks, but I was in Colorado for one. I was in Florida for one. I was in California for a half a week. I was in Tampa for a half a week. So I really only had like eight weeks in my new house. Which when you decorate for Christmas and you have to move all like I don't I have not I feel like I am going to settle in this house in about two weeks. And I keep telling myself that like I'm not gonna have this like rigorous work schedule. Like I worked three twelves, I have worked three twelves for 10 years. It's gonna be fine. You will have a day off again, you will get to sleep in, you will get to read your books. Like I like I'm having such worries that I'm like this going back to work is going to derail my <laughs> my entire state of being I'm not saying it won't but i have to go to work like we're running out of money my husband has become so funny about money it's hilarious like it's it's not and again we're fine like there there's no detriment going on here thank god but like he's like you need to go back to work <laughs> like oh really i literally make his lunch every day and put it in his lunchbox and make it for him Like, what if I stop doing that? I'm not gonna, cause like, I'm not an asshole, but like, I'm just saying that's one of the perks of me not working. Now you're going to get a half-assed lunch because I'm working, you know? That's what I'm saying. I've also, since we've gotten back, felt the need to like finally unpack all of our stuff. I think there's one, let me think. There's like one or two more boxes that need to be undone. And then that's it. Our office where I'm sitting right now, uh, first of all, it looks so much better. Secondly, it had so much crap from when we moved and the movers packed the crap. Like my husband, and I've heard this is a millennial thing and he's an elder millennial. My husband keeps all of the like iPhone, iPad, Apple boxes that your shit comes with. So like I had a box of boxes, like excuse me throw this out and in fact we both got the apple uh airpods max for christmas and he kept the box I'm like why are you keeping that he's like what if i resell them i'm like listen i just bought you these could you not talk about reselling them please and he's like no no not like immediately i'm like of course not they're on your fucking head but like excuse me just throw out the bo- throw the box away throw them away be done be done with them so anyway The office looks way better. Like, I can see the carpet. It's wonderful. I'll post a picture of it or something, maybe. Yeah. Anywho. And I went to the recycling center, which is a magical place. They have all these dumpsters. You can just chuck your shit in there. And I got to tell you what. Throwing stuff in the car. Catharsis. Finding a new place to drive. Kind of scary, but whatever. Going to a place where you can empty your car and throw things in a dumpster. Ugh. It's like popping a pimple. It feels so good. Like, yes, purge, take this away. Like, shove it in there. I'm like, I can throw away anything I want. And I saw this woman on TikTok and I might do this, not maybe to this extent, but I saw her do this. And she numbered paper squares from one to 20 several times over. I think maybe like, I don't know. It was maybe it's once a week, once a couple. I don't know. I don't know how she did it, but it was like. A hundred little piece of paper, and every day she's gonna take a piece of paper out and throw away that many items. So, like, if you take a piece of paper out and it has sixteen on it, you have to throw away sixteen items or give away. Like, oh, the purge that would happen, and like, I really hate myself for all the crap we bought brought with us here because, like, that's my husband's fault probably, but like the clothes I don't wear, the shoes I don't wear, the, I don't know, half written in notebooks, the shit from college. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, just like that, I need to take that into the new year. Like I need to like really like de- pur- and purge and declutter. So I did that today. I feel way better. But like, there's still a bunch of crap. I'm like, why do we need this? What is this for? Like my husband, I'm pretty sure it has a box of like tax documents from like 2006. I'm like, I don't think they're going to come after us for that. (laughs) Like, I think you can throw it away, but I don't know. I'm not sure. And yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So that's my, that's my first week in the new year. And I, I'm not ready to go back to work. And I know that sounds like a really privileged thing to say and, but also I am ready because I do need some routine and structure, you know, like I'm I'm craving that a little bit. So it'll be good. Okay. We're gonna quickly roll through the pop culture because there's a lot going on, but it's sort of like this is the information. There's not much after. You know what I mean? So first things first, um, our thoughts and prayers are still with Damar Hamlin the Buffalo Bills player who collapsed on the field on Monday. I'm sure everyone's heard about that as they should. It's a very, it's a very important topic and it's a very important event. What I will say is that his family has released today. It's Thursday that he is awake and doing well, which thank God as an ICU nurse. I know that's because of the response that he got on the field and the work that they did for him on the field. And if this does not implore you to learn CPR, I don't know what will. CPR saves lives, good CPR saves lives, bad CPR, mm, TBD, but good CPR saves lives. So if you've been wondering if you need to get CPR certified, if you've been thinking maybe that would be good, yes. Because people collapse every minute of every day, everywhere. And just for my own sanity, if you are ever in a place where someone collapses and you are CPR certified, I would help. I understand that there's a lot of trepidation and fear and like not like not wanting to hurt somebody further, not wanting to be liable for something. I get it. But CPR saves lives. And if you are anywhere with an AED, the defibrillators, they're usually yellow. The AED will tell you what to do, and you'll learn this in CPR class. But the AED will tell you what to do. It'll either say push the button, touch the patient. Don't push the button, touch the patient. It will tell you what to do. And some tell someone to call nine one one. That's my my nurse advice for the day. Don't forget to call someone to tell, call nine one one because because people do people forget, and it's incredibly stressful. Your adrenaline's rushing. Everyone's adrenaline's rushing, and there's someone you know collapsed just. AED will tell you what to do. Do just, If you don't have an AED, just do chest compressions. Just do chest compressions. There should be ones at gyms, at schools. I don't know, supermarkets. Like there should be some everywhere. Anyway, I hope he still recovers very well. And I, yeah, I, I know there's been a lot of controversy on why they didn't pause or suspend the game sooner and all this, that. And I think the NFL and the players union will sort that out, but I do think that probably some things will change in the NFL because of this. And hopefully that's for the positive. Anyway, another additional health scare. Jeremy Renner is in the hospital, was airlifted to the hospital because he was using a snow plow to help a motorcyclist get out. I believe he lives in like Tahoe and the snow plow like, injured him somehow. Like he I heard he got caught underneath it or got ran over or something like that. Um he's currently in the ICU. Let me see. I have seen different reports that his neighbor who's a physician tourniqueted his leg, which like that doesn't sound good. And then other things that said something impaled his chest which I'm like, oh my God, what in a snowplow impales you? But it could could have been anything. You know, it could have been something on the ground, something from the plow. I have no idea. My education in snowplows is zero. But like, you're being a good Samaritan helping somebody out and then you get run over by your own truck? Holy shit. And I love Jeremy Renner. I think he's a great actor. I just, I adore him. I loved him before the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I know people know him as... Hawkeye, but he's "He's so much more than Hawkeye, you know, like he really is. He's, he's so cute. Anyway, we wish him the best of luck as well. And a, a very good recovery. Like he's probably going to need a lot of rehab and based on, based on the things that have been released, like, I just wonder that, you know, but a quick recovery for, for him as well. Man, okay, a little bit of interesting news. So Kelly Osborne, I believe she announced her pregnancy last summer, last fall maybe. Kelly Osborne, you know Sharon and Ozzy Osborne's daughter. She was on E, I think, for a while. She was a correspondent for E. Her mom's on the talk. I want to say. Also, the Osbournes brought reality TV to America and to the world. So like. Oh, that show is so good. Anyway, she had a baby and Sharon Osbourne essentially announced it to the world on her show. On the, she's on the real, I think she's on the, the talk, not the real, the talk. Um, and apparently Kelly is upset that she did that, which like, oh, it's very awkward. Like just had a baby. You're exhausted. Your emotions are running high. Your mom's emotions are running high. And then your mom spills it to the world on TV. <sighs> which not that i'm famous or not that i have an opinion about being famous in this regard but like if you're a person of status or of notoriety don't you have this conversation previous like please no one say anything please no one post about it like people have that conversation as as lay people like i have conversations like please don't post anything please don't say this lol don't tag me like is that not understood like th- this seems crazy to me that it's not a leak. Like it's an announcement from a parent, but like, I don't know. Like it just seems like they would have had this conversation previous, you know, but happy for Kelly, happy for Sharon, all the Osbournes. And I hope that they can brush it off. And I realize that Kelly's probably way mad. And like, again, hormones, I totally hear you, but hopefully she forgives. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Let's see. Okay. This next piece of news is so random to me. And I don't understand. Let me just get it out. Matthew Lawrence, teen heartthrob, middle brother of the Lawrence brothers. He was in three ninjas. He was in Mrs. Doubtfire. He was in one Meets world. Yeah. Um, If you've never seen Three Ninjas, which I'm sure none of you have, because I swear to God, I'm the only person on this planet other than my brothers who have seen it. It's such a good movie. Anyway, he's dating Chili from TLC. And not that they don't work well, because they're like both 90s stars. And like, I get it. And we love an age-appropriate match. He's recently separated from his wife, Cheryl Burke, who is accusing him of atrocities in marriage, like cheating on her like alleged affairs, hiding people's numbers in his phone, like all of this stuff. And like, she, she is very bothered on, on social media right now. And this is probably going to make that worse. But like, I I wonder if, if he was cheating with Chili, you know what I mean? Like, is that what was happening? And like, is that why Cheryl Burke is so mad? Because no one deserves that. No one deserves to be cheated on in a marriage. Like, that's awful. But, like, she, her, her TikToks are angry. And her social media is angry. But I I don't know. Like, I had a hard time believing Matthew Lawrence was a piece of shit. But also, like, haven't we learned that everybody in Hollywood, like, sort of has, like, potential? Except for Hugh Jackman. And probably Ryan Reynolds. And a few oh, and like Jennifer Garner, obviously. But like, there's there's just there's just people that you would assume that like oh they're probably, meh. Like he's one of them, and like honestly, he's not that relevant. Other than having married Cheryl Burke, like I'm not familiar with any of his recent work. His brother Joey Lawrence, who you would know from a bunch of shows. uh, I forget on what network. Wasn't he in Blossom? Anyway, that's what happens when I talk to myself. Um, he still acts. Like he's a Hallmark actor at this point, but like he's still out there, you know. And the little brother, Andy, I don't know what he does, but like maybe they get some money from like their syndicated shows and like, you know, but like, what are you what are you doing in Hollywood right now? What let, let's just look. Let's look at his recent work. Hang on. Let's let's not speculate here. Let me just Google. Matthew Lawrence, recent work. It's probably like a contractor or something. Let's see. Um. Okay. So the brothers, the three brothers, are developing a new comedic series called Lawrence House, which they're preparing to debut in 2023. which is an edgier version of their 90s sitcom, Brotherly Love, which was on Disney Channel, and that was freaking cute. But... I Let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's look at his IMDb. Has he done anything in a while? He was in a Hallmark movie last year. And it seems like he is in quite a few... Like... Direct-to-DVD type of movies and shows. He played someone called Andrew in the movie The Psycho Oh my god! I just hit stop on myself. Anyway, he played a guy in a movie called The Psycho She Met Online. Okay, so you're a directed directed DVD actor. He still looks pretty good. He looks exactly the same. He must have syndication money, right? Like he he has to. It's got to be. I mean, you're 43 and not acting much. He looks exactly the same, though. Like, t- truly, he looks exactly the same. Which is wild. I never considered him like a heartthrob, really. I prefer Joey Lawrence, to be honest. But, oh well. Anyway. <sighs> yeah, so random. Yeah. Just, oh, he starred opposite his brother in Mistletoe Mix-Up. That's weird. That's just weird. All right, moving on to the best news of the day. Drum roll, please. That's so lame. I just drummed on my desk. (laughs) Outer Banks season three. It's coming back February 23rd. Oh my damn. I am so excited. We return to Pogalandia. I'm a Pogue for life. I'm so excited. If you have not watched Outer Banks, please, please, please catch up before season three starts. It's the first season. Okay. The first season you have to pay attention because there's like themes but like episode it's slow till episode four and then episodes four through ten bangers season two the whole thing is a banger the entire thing the finale wild absolutely wild i'm so excited i'm a little scared (laughs) i'm a little scared because i've seen like the preview photos you know and spoiler alert I can't stop myself. So like, you know, in the second season, when they end and they're, they're on the Island, there's photos of the, of the next season coming out. And they're like in homes and places. Like they get off the Island. I don't know how long they're going to have to be on the Island and not be saved, but like, I hope they didn't go there for nothing, you know? So I'm, I'm trepidatious about this season only because I hope that the chemistry between Chase Stokes and Madeline Klein, who played John B and Sarah is still there. Cause they broke up. And it was so good during season two, but they were dating during season two. But I think they are both good enough actors to be fine. And I think based on based on their breakup, which seemed really drawn out. Like it was like, are they dating? Are they not? La la for a long time. What I'm hoping is it was amicable. And that they were very, they're very cordial and both very professional. I'm hoping that my predictions for the season. Oh, this is fun. Okay, predictions for the season is that JJ and Kiara are going to be together. Like, hard stop. When she saved him on that raft, oh my god, I was like, no, no, he they love each other for sure. Um, John B and Sarah still together. They're their are endgame, those two. I, I will die. Before, I, can't, I can't take it if they're not together. I can't. Um, I think John B. is going to reunite with his dad. I think Ward Cameron would actually die. I think he'll actually die. Something terrible has to happen to Rafe. I don't know if he's going to die, but like bodily harm would be okay with me. Because he's just so evil. And then let's see what else. I think Pope, so Pope had this whole role in season two where like his ancestors were somehow involved in the treasure and then they found it and it was this whole big thing. I don't think that's going to happen again for him, but I think he's going to be like critical to a discovery. That's what I think. Oh, and I think, so what bothers me about this series is that we have yet to find out who JJ's mom is. Cause you know who is his dad's this piece of shit guy, right? I think JJ and Sarah are related. That's what I think. I think Sarah's mom was married to Ward. Or before she married Ward, had, you know, a thing with JJ's dad. And JJ and Sarah are siblings. That's what I think. Which would be wild. And then maybe JJ and Rafe will, like, have this, like, battle or something. Wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah, I think so. hmm I think so. That's my predictions. And... That's really all I have today. Not much else is going on around here other than me not wanting to start my job. And that's all. (laughs) I did have to spend an hour in a car dealership today because in Texas, you need two plates in your car, front and back. And my car did not have a front because Florida doesn't need that. And I had to pay hundreds of dollars for a piece of plastic that they drilled into my car to put my plate on. Which is so annoying. <laughs> this is so irritating that this doesn't already exist on my car. And that I have to pay for it. Because if I lived in a two-plate state previously, I wouldn't have had to pay for it. This is really, really, really irritating. But I don't want to get pulled over. I don't want to get a ticket. I don't want to get sent to jail. Like, it's a big thing around here. Like, you have to have two plates. It's like, it's like a big to-do. So, like, fine. I will do it. Whatever. (laughs) Um, I'm doing very well on my New Year's resolution. I'm trying to read some of a book every day. I'm about one and two thirds books into this year, and it's only January 5th. So we are on track. I read, what did I read? Is it called Love is in the Air by Allie? What's it called? Allie. Love on the Brain by Ellie Hazelwood. So cute. She wrote The Love Hypothesis. If you loved that, you're going to... I liked this a little bit more than The Love Hypothesis, but it was very cute. And um, that's all I got. I'll see you guys next week. Hopefully, I'll have a guest next week. I don't know what day I'm going to record because, again, I don't know my schedule, but a show will come out on Friday. And thank you all for being here. Thank you to all the new listeners. Um, there is a giveaway on the Instagram. So go into that for your chance to win a Starbucks gift card and an Amazon gift card. And thank you for spending part of you with me. Happy New Year. Bye.